0: what is good you two quinway basketball analysis coming to y'all with that instant analysis we gonna talk about the dallas mavericks beating the phoenix suns the suns and the mavericks combined for 32 points apiece in the first quarter in the second quarter dallas won 22 to 16 in the third quarter dallas won 22 to 21 and in the fourth quarter phoenix won the quarter 26 to 23 Dallas wins 99 to 95. They improved a 26 and 24, 9 and 15 away from Dallas. And the Phoenix Suns 25 and 25, 18 and 8 at home. They did not have Luka Dantich. He left early in this game. And we've seen Spencer Dinwiddie go crazy 36 points for him. He was able to get in a variety of ways floaters, three point shot. He was able to get to the free throw line 14 times, was 11 to 14 from the free throw line, nine assists, six rebounds, one turnover plus nine and plus minus 10 of 18 from the field. And I love what I seen out of Spencer Dinwiddie. He has been pretty good all season for the Mavericks. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith hit some key baskets in the fourth quarter and throughout the game. 18 points, plus 16 and plus minus. Two personal fouls, one turnover, one steal, three assists, 12 rebounds. So a double-double for him. Three of them was offensive. 1-1 one one from the free throw line, 3-10 from the three-point line, 7-16 to 16 from the field. And Tim Hardaway Jr., 11 points, negative one and plus minus, one turnover three assists, nine rebounds, one of them was offensive, one of two from the free throw line, two of six from three, four of 11 from the field. And Dwight Powell hit key free throws to seal this game, 15 points, negative four and plus minus, one person to foul, three blocks, one assist, five rebounds, two of them was offensive, three of six from the free throw line as a total, and six and nine from the field, got layups, got dunks all game, even without Luka Doncic being out there. Luca Dante did contribute negative four from plus minus one rebound and it was only defensive and he was 0-2 from the field and 0-1 from the three point line. Davis Bertant, 0 points, plus 6 and plus minus, 0-1 from the 3 point line, which was his only field goal attempt. Reggie Bullock, 10 points, negative 5 and plus minus, 2 personal fouls, 4 rebounds, 0 1 from the all one offensive rebound. Two of three from the free throw line, two of eight from the three point line, and three of nine from the field. Frank Neal zero points, negative four and plus minus, three personal foul, two turnovers, one assist, oh, one from the field. And Green, nine points, plus six and plus minus, two personal foul, two turnovers, two steals, three assists, four rebounds, two of two from the free throw line, one of two from the three point line, three of eight from the field. He did a good job of slashing and getting to the basket while also giving them some type of floor spacing by hitting 1-3. And Jaden Hardy gave him aggression but couldn't make the field goals when he was out there 0-2 from the field, two rebounds, plus-1 and plus-minus. JaVale McGee didn't play. Wright didn't play. Pinson didn't play. They did shoot 42% from the field, which is okay, but they made it up in the three-point percentage. When this team can hit his threes, especially during the hole for – quarters this team is tough to beat even without luca because that's what they love to do But they just usually don't make them enough 71 percent from the free throw line 43 rebounds 20 assists three steals three blocks seven turnovers 10 personal fouls the phoenix suns on their end tory craig five points plus eight and plus minus three personal foul one turnover one block four assists three rebounds one of was offensive one of three from the three-point line two of six from the field Played solid defense, got blew past a couple times and gave up some easy opportunities. Cam Johnson looked it amazing from the three-point line, five of seven to be a Zach. 22 points, plus six and plus minus, two personal foul, one block, eight rebounds, three of them was offensive, one of two from the free throw line, eight of 12 from the field. He just looks great. You wouldn't couldn't tell that he came back from an injury with his knee. He looks athletic. His jump shot looks the same, if not better, and he picked up where he left off from, which was a great start to the season. They would have had a way better record if he was healthy because they're missing a guy like Cam Johnson when you can give defense and offense and spacing and rebounding all in one package. That's what they needed in athleticism. And they just didn't have it for a long stretch of time. Then you combine that, no campaign, and no Devin Booker, and no Chris Paul, and they even missed some Aiden, they still are 25 and 25. That's decent. 16 points for Mikael Bridges, plus six and plus minus four rebounds. One of them are offensive, 4-4 four, four from the free throw line, 2-5 from the three-point line, 5-12 from the field. He hit some mid ranges in there. He some tough threes. And it was just good to see him get to the free throw line. Deandre Aiden had 19 and 20 and two assists, two blocks, two turnovers, three personal fouls, negative one and plus minus. He was 7-10 from the free throw line, which is okay for him. He missed his only three-point attempt. It was way off. But the 6-20 from the field goal, that was one of the reasons why they lost this game. They went to Aiden a lot because he would have mismatches and he had size advantage. And he was right by the rim on a lot of these attempts. Instead of getting deep paint touches, he chose to get the ball further away from the rim. So it made the shots a little tougher to make uh, because he had to angle it better and he had to finesse it a little better by still putting power into it to get it up there. But he was kind of rushing it, kind of forcing it, not being patient to get the right position to get the shot vertically angled to get to the basket and get a good balance to get the shot in when he's trying to go for the hooks. And if you angle it too far with your right hand, it'd be too early or it'd be too hard. So it'd be a brick either way. Chris Paul, 22 points, plus seven and plus minus. Four personal foul, two turnovers, one steal, 10 assists, so 20 and 10 for CP3. Six rebounds, four seven from the three-point line, nine to 16 from the field. He did a great job of getting to the basket, switching it up, hitting the midy, hitting the threes. Um, I felt like he did a good job of running the point guard position like he usually does, and he didn't look bad defensively. He got called for a couple reach ins just because he wanted it more than the opponent, but you got to do it legally. And I felt like he got caught slipping a little, a couple times there. Dario Saurich, zero points, negative five, and plus minus two personal fouls. 0-1 from the field. Wayne Wright, three points, negative fifteen, and plus minus two personal foul, one block. One assist, two rebounds, one of five from three, one of six from the field. Josh Kogie negative 12 and plus minus one personal foul, one steal, one rebound. It was only offensive. All oh, 4 from the three-point line. He took some tough ones and some open ones, but couldn't make them. But he also missed every attempt because he was all 6 from the field. Bismack Biyombo, four points, plus one and plus minus one block. One assist, three rebounds, two or three from the field. Josh Landell, two points, plus two and plus minus, one of one from the field. Washington, two points, one to three from the field. Lee, zero points, negative six and plus minus, four personal fouls, two turnovers, two steals, two assists, two rebounds. And Lee, the other Lee, negative 11 and plus minus, zeros across the board, did not contribute, even though he played for a minute, so you don't expect much out of him anyway. And that was it for the Suns. 40% from the field, 40% from three, 13-32, 13-32, which is absolutely exceptional. I feel like they missed some easy ones, even in the fourth quarter, but that's still a pretty good percentage that's above average. And 75% from the free throw line, 12-16, 50 rebounds, 24 assists, 4 steals, 6 blocks, 7 turnovers, 21 personal fouls. And that was a good game for the Mavericks. They really came together, played off them witty penetration, played off his ability to be aggressive. He really was looking for a shot all over the court and he set the tone for the team. I'm gonna be the playmaker, I'm gonna be the decision maker and other guys can just interact off me. Kind of like a pseudo type of Luca role, just a lesser version because he, he didn't really facilitate as much Luca would and he didn't really get double teamed as much. They kind of try to trap him a little bit because they didn't respect him enough to let him score, but they feared him a lot because of the game As you seen, he was getting a little hot and he was getting a little confident. And when you do that, you know, you can erupt for even more points. So you got to respect them in that regard by sending a little bit of help just so they don't get rolling in further quarters. But I do feel like, I like what I had seen out of Dallas tonight. They had to show Luca that they can get it done. You got to look at Phoenix, like what are they going to do next? This team sometimes look like a championship team in instances. And now it's kind of looking like they're scrambling, trying to find out what to do, who to go to, what to ride, who to ride, and they're trying to get balance from everybody. But they have the role players, they have the talent, they have the defense, they have the coach. They just have to get back on the same page and get it all figured out and get fully healthy. And when they're able to do that, I definitely think they're still going to be a contender. They still playing kind of weird. I'm used to the Phoenix Suns playing intense hard come at you type of basketball it seemed like they're a little bit more careless a little bit more loose and it seemed like they're trying a lot of more different things compared to the streamline that they had the last two seasons where you knew Chris Paul and Devin Booker was gonna make the primary decisions and everybody else was gonna play their role now it seems like people want bigger roles and they just don't know how to balance it out with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, and then not being healthy, being able to figure it out on the fly, that's what you want to use the regular season for, trying to figure out rotations, what works and what doesn't work, what lineups work, what personnel works with what, and what shooters work with what, and seeing what Aiden likes to do with certain type of groups and how Chris Paul, Aiden, and Booker, and Mikael can inherit their new roles together, while still having new role players play well off of them and do that throughout the season. But it's tough when guys are not healthy and you're missing big pieces of your your team. When they're healthy, you just need only 20 games to really get it together. This team will be disciplined. This team can beat anybody. I'm still not going to doubt that. I still believe it because I done synced it. This team hasn't really changed any integral parts of their roster at all. And if anything, they got deeper to me compared to what people say. I think they did. But they starters just got to consistently play better and be healthy. And we just got to see Devin Booker come back and play at that MVP level. And if he does that, I think the team will just go back to their winning ways. Like I said, they did it during the middle, early part of the season, which is about November-ish. And they look like a championship team even without Chris Paul. Can they get back to that? Yeah. I mean, it should be easy. Your best player right now is Devin Booker because Chris Paul should be declining. It should be the McHale and Aiden show with Devin Booker, but he's missing. And that's a 27-point scorer that's out and one of your best playmakers and one of your best closer. They could have used him tonight, and it just hurts not having him for a long stretch of time. And now you have to figure out how to win without him best the count your blessing parts of it is you just have to go out there and try to do your best and try to grow your role and i see them doing that but it's knocking some things off balance it's kind of like growing pains type of thing where guys are getting better you see them getting better like a cam johnson but it still has to fit the big picture and it takes the whole season to do that but you just prefer everybody to be healthy so it could be a little bit more smoother and more coherent other than that continue to like continue to subscribe check out my description check out my likes um well like the video check out my description also um notification bell down low other than that see you guys tomorrow